Hey everyone, welcome to the Crypto Unstacked podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Lamb. Wherever you are, whoever you are, crypto skeptic, half believer, or enthusiast, it's really great to have you tuning in to Crypto Unstacked, where we bring you a cup of crypto every week and unstack everything from crypto finance to global macroeconomics. It's been more than three years since the birth of Bitcoin Cash, also known as BCH. It's a coin well-loved by some as the true Bitcoin and passionately disliked by others as a knockoff fork of Bitcoin seeking to steal the brand name. I say, to each his own. Full disclosure, I do own BCH. During the past couple of years, we've seen Bitcoin Cash hard fork twice. On November 15th, we saw BCH fork again. However, the hard fork this time was arguably less contentious than the one from two years prior with Bitcoin Cash, Satoshi's Vision, better known as BSV. If you haven't been following the BCH hard fork, here's the rundown. A few months ago, the initial funding proposal, or IFP, was first put forth in the BCH community. This began a slew of debates within the community that would lead some developers within one group of the Bitcoin Cash community, namely Bitcoin ABC, to split and form Bitcoin Cash node. So as not to confuse you even further, BCHN still retains the BCH ticker after the hard fork. So basically, this hard fork all came down to one thing, and that was a dispute over continued funding of Bitcoin Cash. ABC proposed implementing an 8% minor tax, which can also be thought of as a developer service fee. BCHN was opposed to this approach of siphoning part of the block reward to pay miners. Instead, this camp proposed a crowdfunding approach to fund specific developers through a platform called Flipstarter. If you actively follow happenings in the Bitcoin Cash ecosystem, you may be familiar with the name George Donnelly, who is an active BCH supporter and spearheads the BCH remittances startup Penmoni. He noted in his most recent state of Bitcoin Cash report that one of the seven Bitcoin Cash full node software projects was attempting to divert 8% of the Coinbase reward in a wallet under the control of Amori Sachet, who was the lead developer of Bitcoin ABC and owner of the primary Bitcoin Cash website, bitcoincash.org. Many have called ABC's proposal cartel-like. Prominent Bitcoin Cash supporter Roger Ver criticizes it as a, quote, Soviet-style central planner's dream come true, end quote. Even prior to the fork, it seemed pretty clear that the community was in favor of BCHN, as shown by strong signaling from mining pools. As of November 16th, Asia morning, Coin.Dance was showing 84.5% of the last 1,000 blocks signaling for BCHN. And it's pretty clear today that Bitcoin Cash ABC is most likely not going to be around much longer. With that brief background in mind, I wanted to recap this hard fork from my readings and conversations with Mike Komaransky, founder of OTC trading firm Grapefruit Trading and active supporter of BCH. Politics finds itself manifested in many forms in the crypto ecosystem, most noticeably in the form of forks amongst blockchains. There are hard forks and soft forks. Mike explains that hard forks are minor enforced rule changes and soft forks are user enforced rule changes. BCH has instigated one hard fork, that is from Bitcoin, BTC, and has been subject to two more, namely BSV and ABC. 
While some would say that forks are not inherently bad things, it's clear the market didn't appreciate the last two BCH forks. So this naturally leads me to wonder whether forks are a feature or a flaw of crypto, which I know gets debated a lot. Mike said that forks are a feature and is the ultimate policy tool of crypto. Most of the time, the users of crypto are content with the rules set before them. If you want to change the rules, you have to convince people to come with you. And this is an expensive task. For one, convincing people who are content that things could be better is hard. Second, it's hard to rebuild a network when you splinter off. So your change to the rules needs to be popular. Regarding this most recent hard fork, George Donnelly wrote in one of his articles that it's tempting to think of this as a war between ABC and BCHN. But he says to not fall into that trap. I was honestly one of those people who thought that the split was a result of a contentious debate between two groups of people. But according to Mike, it was not a contentious hard fork per se. What he thought ABC was doing was extremely unpopular. And this reality was being reflected in minor signaling and the price of ABC futures, which by the time of the fork had gone down to $11 from its previous high of $34.50 just late last month. Mike believes that the minor tax proposal was not necessarily a calculated attack on Bitcoin Cash. Rather, he believes that ABC's choices have been so bad that the market deemed it necessary to remove them. Specifically, he believes the string of so-called bad decisions have been propelled by lead ABC developer Amori Sachet. Mike said that what's great to see is that the BCH community has banded together to expel all of ABC's bad policymaking. Crypto hasn't really seen a coin depose the lead implementation before, and this was not an easy task coming off of the back of the recent split with BSV. Any further splitting of BCH could have been disastrous, but at a 90-10 split, BCH will be better off afterwards, assuming the 10% was waste. It also seems that this hard fork is not really about any technical feature upgrades, but rather about incentive alignment between miners and developers in the BCH ecosystem. So I wanted to explore that a little bit. The ABC camp believes that the 8% miner tax aligns and incentivizes BCH miners and developers. But the question is, at what cost? Others view this so-called alignment as asymmetrical and centralizes the power in one person or a few people's hands. Mike strongly believes that there isn't an incentive problem without a tax. In fact, Recent Flipstarters show that people are willing to donate to important projects. He adds that the design of Bitcoin was written such that the miners are free to keep the full block reward. He said that change that design and you are changing Bitcoin. But he also reasons that it doesn't mean that this rule cannot be challenged. In fact, he says that it's being challenged right now and it's being rejected because of a number of reasons. Number one, the ABC software is delivering all tax to a single address, which he finds problematic. Even if ABC were highly proficient, honest, and could magically code up everything that was good for BCH, eventually, Mike believes that team might change and become worse. There would be posturing and politicking for who would disperse the money, who deserves the money, how to best serve the BCH community, all of these things which he believes can't be achieved without imposing a top-down structure. Number two, the BCH community would be putting its future in the hands of ABC, 
a team known for its unwillingness to cooperate and its divisiveness. Even if tax to a single address were a good idea, Mike believes it shouldn't go to the ABC team. Furthermore, George Donnelly made another interesting point about the minor tax, saying that it would make BCH no longer sound money, no longer a contender to be the real Bitcoin, would reduce chain security too much, and or would open the door to future government demands to interfere with the free workings of the BCH blockchain. I asked Mike about this and whether he had any thoughts on the implications of the fork from a sound money perspective. And he said that he doesn't like the idea of a decentralized, distributed money being immediately re-centralized at the Coinbase level, where the whims of the owners of an address, for example, can suddenly ruin everything. He says, Satoshi helped us escape centralized monetary policy in creating Bitcoin. We shouldn't just throw that away. So what are the quick takeaways? Number one, the incumbent ABC team's controversial funding plan proposal posed massive implications for the utility and development for Bitcoin cash down the line. Number two, BCHN's win over ABC preserves the decentralized nature of the BCH blockchain. Number three, the fact that miners largely had consensus for the BCHN protocol design means that it should be a forcing function for smoother blockchain development going forward. And there you have it, a recap of the most recent BCH fork and additional thoughts from members of the BCH community, including George Donnelly and Michael Moransky. What does the future of BCH hold? Perhaps we'll see a more united front against BCH developers with the current iteration of BCH. Let's hope November 15th, 2021 doesn't see yet another community splintering saga. Until next time, see you at the next episode.